everyone, this is Chris from Chris Watches Pretty Little Liars, a.k.a. Magoogs, a.k.a. Mac to the Gow, a.k.a. CGM. Have I said CGM before? I think probably a long time ago. First of all, before I dive in, is my voice changing? It feels raspier over the last month. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Secondly, let's officially announce the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Chris Watches. You'll also find it in the comments. It's probably going to be something I evolve over time. It may be just a, a place if you just like, hey, we like what you do. We want to support you in that way, which will help me buy uh, new headphones at some point, probably. Maybe better editing software. Or maybe like hire a, uh, <laughs> hire a, hire a composer to do some, uh, some fancy music. Uh, I don't know. But completely obligatory. I think I want to make a free tier. I don't know if I can do that on Patreon or not. And I'd like to create just a community place for people to chat and make theories. So maybe they'll be on a Discord. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, looking for any feedback on that as well. Always appreciate hearing from you what you like, what you don't like. Speaking of what you don't like, we're about to talk about episode five of season three. I appreciate the title, but there's a theme this episode. No to this relationship. That's a little That's a little tease as to what we're about to talk about. But let's just get to it, right? Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's a... Season 3, Episode 5, That Girl Is Poison. Uh, thank you for that DMCA notice. Uh... I might do that one more time. It's fun to sing that song. That girl is poison. Previously on, we reminded that Emily has a, a booze thing going on. We're showing the flashback from the first episode. Jenna driving car. Uh, Jenna can see that whole thing. Hannah sees the photo from the car accident that may or may not have involved Caleb, Caleb's mother. I think we're to assume that is, but, you know, we're reminded Nate is a person. We're reminded Garrett can't talk to Spencer because of his attorney who is Veronica Hastings, Spencer's mother. Lucas having a bad season so far, running around, looking like he needs some sleep and some laundry. Done. We're reminded Caleb and Hannah are on a break and reminded that Detective Wilden is a person. So uh, we jump right into Three Liars minus Hannah. Hannah's going through some things, folks. She is very sad about Caleb and her breaking up. So they're going to go get food. And Ari's like, I can't talk to Hannah. It's really depressing for me to talk to her. And everyone else is like, eh, I'm not hungry anymore either. And someone says they don't think A is a high school girl. Like, things have stepped up quite a bit. And I would agree that this is not just high school jealousy things. This is this is intense stuff A is doing. Yeah, no one's hungry anymore. They're freaked out by Detective Wilden for some reason. Uh, I understand the concern, but they seem to be very upset by him. We see some sirens and... I guess they're near Emily's house because she is near Garrett's house, right? There is a ambulance that shows up, a, a squad car. It is at Garrett's house, and and someone is being uh, let out in a stretcher. We, we find out very quickly that this is Mom Reynolds, Mrs. Reynolds. Something happened inside. I'm not sure we know exactly what happened, but she needs to be taken into the hospital. Aria spots uh, one of our hoodie vigilantes, someone wearing a hoodie. I don't know. And they think, oh, A stuff. And I think it's Emily that says, why does A care about Garrett's mother? And then someone else says, they just wanted maybe the mom out of the house. Suspenseful music. Cut to uh, Ezra and Arya. Uh, they're walking down the street. I think this is the next day, right? They're walking down the street. And there's some tension about money. Like, she buys him, like, a muffin. And Ezra acts all like, I can I can buy mu- uh, muffins myself. Really stupid. So there's a little tension there. Uh, broken by Lucas banging on some door he's really freaking out 
I couldn't tell at the time. Not, I know later on, of course, I know what's going on. But at the time, I'm like, what is, what is he doing? Yeah, we hear Lucas saying, I want my stuff back. And then he runs away. Cut to school. Paige walks by and uh, she pretends she doesn't see Emily, but obviously she does. And Emily's like, hey, Paige. And then uh, Emily's like, hey, Paige, let's go to a Katy Perry concert. Just you and me. And Paige is acting weird. And then she finally says, I thought you were avoiding me, Emily. And this is true. Last time we see Paige and Emily, I'm pretty sure, is at the weird masquerade ball from the end of season two, right? In that time, Maya is, as far as everyone is concerned in Rosewood, deceased. And so Paige, of course, says, because, you know, this is Paige, I thought you were avoiding me. My goodness. Emily's like, hey, I've been going through some things. And she says, yeah, I might have been avoiding you, but not intentionally. Like, Paige, read the read the room. If this is your crush, like, be uh, be a support system. Especially if, if she, or if you're going to be friends, be a friend. But, of course, Paige takes it personally. He's like, oh, I thought you were avoiding me. Well, I'm being weird about it. And I got a little nervous here because they're like, wait a minute. Are they trying to bring these two together? But Emily does invite her to the Katy Perry concert. Eventually, Paige says, yeah, I'll go. It's at that point we see Jenna walking around, uh, fully revealing that she can see. And also worth noting, she is dressing very stylish, which is similar to how she was dressing in that season two uh, flashback episode when she was dressing stylish. As opposed to, to, to paraphrase my previous uh, panel guests, kind of like a elderly person, right? She was used to wear very, like, right lost sweaters and, like, really, like, oh, you know, now it's high fashion. And Paige is like, later, Emily, see you tomorrow. And then she congratulates Jenna, which I don't know if that's a congratulation moment, but she does. And I'm like, of course, Paige would say that to Jenna. Got to Hannah at home with mom. Uh, Hannah kind of talks back to mom and mom's like, don't talk back to me. Uh, <laughs> Hannah says, I'm not feeling well. Of course, you know, mom is not unaware of her daughter's life. She says, how's Caleb doing? How's the mom doing? And Hannah's like, he's not responding to my texts, a.k.a. Caleb was not booked for this episode. And Ashley's very reasonable here, which I would agree with. She's like, look, this is probably a temporary break. She doesn't say this, but yeah, it's a high school relationship, right? People break up and get back together. Of course, she doesn't realize this has to do with A stuff. And Hannah does have the ultimate way to bring Caleb back, which is to just tell him about A stuff. Hannah's reluctance to tell Caleb is justified because if he finds this out, for sure, he is going to be on the case and he will not stop until he figures this out and we'll be done with the show. (laughs) Because I think... Yeah, I, I think the show has to keep Caleb away from this A stuff as long as possible because they've built him up to someone who I think is a lot like Spencer. He will walk up to Jenna and say, are you A? And he will not stop until he, she get, he gets an answer from her. So I think the show has to keep him away from A stuff. You can only have one Spencer, right? Um, so mom says, hey, why don't you, uh, tomorrow night, why don't you come to this rummage thing at church? You get the sore clothes. So just note that they're, this whole episode is moving everyone to this tomorrow night date, pun intended, I guess. A Katy Perry concert is supposed to be tomorrow night with Paige and Emily. This uh, rummage sale at the church is also, to, quote, tomorrow night, which I believe is Saturday night. And reluctantly, Hannah finally says, fine, I'll do it. And then she's going to leave. And there's a lot of talk about Hannah's clothing this episode. She's about to go to school, and Mom's like, going to go dress like that. And Hannah's like, whatever. Mom leaves. Hannah leaves. Uh-uh-uh. Hannah comes back in, and she sits back down. She's skipping school, basically. Cut back to school. Those who are attending, of course, uh, Emily and Spencer are watching Jenna. Kind of like, what the fuck? They have a little chat. I believe it's Emily who fills in Spencer about Arya spotting Lucas doing this whole photo studio thing, like trying to trying to get in there and get his stuff. They assume this might have to do with the graveyard pics that uh, they found 
Spencer also has some bad news for Emily. As a result of mom going to the ER, they're letting Garrett out to see his mother. I guess she's in serious condition. Emily's very upset, of course. And right away, the two of them are like, A did this. This is an A plot for something. Spencer, very quickly, I don't know if it's here or later on, but her assumption is this is a way to get Garrett out, not to see his mother, but for him to see or meet with someone else who they assume is A or A related. Uh, Jenna walks up. She's handing out these uh, envelopes. And she, of course, she hands Spencer and Emily envelopes. And she says, can you give this to Ari and Hannah? I trust you. LOL, LOL. It's a birthday party tomorrow night. Again, tomorrow night. And Spencer says, we had a deal. We weren't going to say anything about you seeing. And now you're walking around here like you can see. And Jenna's like, well, deal's changed. I want to be in charge of my own life or something like that. So we don't know why Jenna changed her tactics pretty quickly. Uh, but she did. Even when I was watching it, I didn't really put a lot of mental energy into that. But then I, now I'm thinking about it. That is very strange that Jenna goes through this whole song and dance to the liars like, let's keep this a secret. I'm still in danger. And then the next day, a few days later, she completely reverses course. What on earth happened to make that change? It's very strange, isn't it? I'm kind of stuck on that. I would assume it has to tie somewhat with Garrett. But again, I, I, don't, I don't really... Uh, that's a big question mark for me what between the confrontation in the alley with the four liars and this episode would have changed jenna's approach because she had a whole plan and then something changed anyway cut to the cafe which we get a title we get a name for this episode thank you toby later on the brew the brew we'll do a commercial for the brew of course uh but emily's working at the cafe of course uh, uh jean Raphael is there as her boss and he tells her guess what tomorrow night again tomorrow night there's a birthday party jenna's birthday party is happening at the brew what uh, okay <laughs> all right i mean let's answer this question in two ways on one hand maybe there is a, a conspiracy plan to have it at the brew right the meta reason uh production built this set for the season so like let's just <laughs> let's just use it as much as possible folks so so it works out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that kind of ruins the illusion of tv i know but it's the truth they build a set, and someone in production is like, can we just put the party at the brew? We spent five weeks on this effing thing. Just have Jenna's party there. And then someone's like, okay, fine. We'll work it in. We'll make it work. Of course, Jean-Raphael tells her that, uh, well, you're not going to a Katy Perry concert tomorrow. You're going to work this birthday party. And Emily's like, well, I'm going to the concert. I'm also invited to the party. Uh, Jean-Raphael is like, uh-uh-uh, no, no, no. You're working the party, or you don't work here at all, ever. So Emily's like, oh, F. Um, we find that uh, she walks over to Jenna, who is working with somebody, Laurel Tuckman, T-U-C-H-M-A-N, Laurel Tuckman. Um, she's the photographer. She's going to be, I guess, photographing the party. Uh, she's, uh, Jenna says, hey, Emily, can you pull the curtain? The light is too much for me. She kind of gives a little wink to uh, Emily. Very uh, <laughs> Jenna. And Laurel says, oh, I fired my assistant, which we assume is Lucas, but we don't know for sure. Pretty strongly hinted at throughout this entire episode. But she says, I fired my assistant. I need a new one. Uh, Nate enters, and he says, he runs right up to Emily. He's like, hey, have you heard about Garrett? He's really mad about it. And Emily's like, chill, Nate. Stop. Please stop. Don't do anything. Uh, let it play out. But Nate is kind of like, what's going on? And then she's like, just wait here until after my shift, then we can talk. So Nate takes a seat, and then he looks over, and he spots Jenna, and they make, uh, they make eyes at each other. Jenna smiles at Nate. What the fuck? Captain Spencer and Arya. I think they're at Spencer's. And Spencer's like, uh, don't buy Ezra groceries. A lot of nut jokes are happening. A lot of nut jokes. Squirrel and nut jokes. And we find out Ezra is invited to Jenna's party too, which is weird. 
but uh, there it is. Spencer is breaking into her mother's email to see exactly when Garrett is released tomorrow night, again, tomorrow night, to see maybe she can track him, right, see where he might be going. Maybe he's going to meet up with A. Uh, cut to Paige and Emily. I wrote in all caps, Paige in her room. Why is Paige allowed inside Emily's house? But there she is. Uh, Emily's like, sorry, I have to reschedule. So I gotta, So she cancels Katy Perry with Paige. Paige is also invited to Jenna's party. Okay? Um, so there, uh, there's a little tension moment when uh, Paige is trying to help Emily's tie-on, which again, I think, I think the show, correct me if I'm wrong, fans, old and new, I think, the, I think these two are going to end up together. I, I can't, I have no power here. But I, I do feel like the show is slowly, like a romantic comedy, right? Slowly finding a way to bring them uh, together. I do not like it, but I can't, I can't do anything about it. Okay, that's said. I think I'm pretty, I think that's a pretty safe opinion amongst the PLL fandom. I'm sure there are people that like the two of them together. And even I'm a Paige apologist, and even I'm like, of all of Emily's significant others, Paige is, to uh, paraphrase Jean Raphael, her boss, the worst. Uh, Paige finds a flask, the flask, and Emily's like, I'm done with booze, and you can have a page if you want. Cut to uh, Jenna and Laurel uh, back at the cafe. Uh, I guess they're wrapping up, right? So Laurel's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, uh, Jenna walks up to Nate, and she starts flirting. She's like, do you draw? What do you draw? And Nate's like, oh, I'm an, I'm an architect person at Hollis. And she's like, do you draw people? And he's like, when I draw people, they, they look like buildings. That's, good. That's a funny line, Nate. I like that. But then there's kind of uh, googly eyes between the two of them. And I was like, another pairing I do not want to see. Look, I just met Nate. Do not, do not date Jenna, Nate. Please. Please, Nate. Got to Spencer and Hannah. Uh, a lot more jokes again about uh, Hannah's clothing, which I don't know. Maybe I'm just a simple person here. I think Hannah looks fine. I don't know why everyone's like, oh, uh, Hannah dressing down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's very, uh, very unusual to me. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's something that is lost on me. Uh, but Hannah doesn't look any less dressed down than before, but I don't know. But everyone's like making comments about her clothing. Hannah's not going to the party. There's a lot, there's a lot of talk about the party, the Jenna party. Hannah is not going. She's going to be at the church. And then Aria is on the phone with Emily uh, hearing about all the stuff with Lucas, right, and and all that stuff, and then they kind of recap all this stuff. They think Lucas is a big part of what happened here. I think Lucas may have taken the photos, right, uh, at least that part of it. And then Hannah is still defending Lucas, which I noted in the scene. Still, like he he could not have been the one to dig up the grave. Why does Hannah still defend this guy? Very interesting. Anyway, and then Spencer's like, well, we can't go to Jenna's party. She's gonna dump pig's blood on us. And guess what? Aria drops the bomb. I'm going. They're like, what? So we jump to the clothing drive. So we're at, quote, tomorrow. Hannah's at the clothing drive. Ashley's like, I'll find you some food. Then we meet Ted. Ted is um, around Ashley's age, I guess. They're near the uh, table. And there's some flirting going on with uh, Ted and Ashley. <laughs> My notes, Ted must be A. Uh, but yeah, so there's a little spark there, I guess. Cut to Aria on the phone with Spencer. And, uh, you know, just kind of recapping what we've already seen. She hangs up, and Ezra's like, hey, we got, we're going to go to dinner in New Hope. And Ari's like, yeah, that's great. Can we actually stop by Jenna's party? And Ezra's like, I thought you were joking. She's like, no, it'll be really quick. And then Ezra's like, I can't wait anymore. He brings over, quite literally, folks, a trash bag wrapped up. I'm not exaggerating. It is a trash bag. It's a paper bag. He puts a ribbon on it. Uh, she takes it, uh, you know, she unwraps it, uh, Ari does, and it's a old school camera. I'm not sure the significance of the camera. I know she took her photography classes, so... I guess that's the romantic gesture. 
it's made clear later that this is, quote, expensive. So there's a whole Ezra insecure about money thing, I guess, happening here. But they're like, oh, that's, oh, thank you. And some smooches, whatever. Cut to the hospital. Another big set piece here, this uh, episode. Uh, Spencer is watching Garrett. There's a couple officers around him as he is picking out flowers. I guess you can buy flowers at this hospital. I thought, I thought first she was at a flower shop. Nope. He's actually at the hospital. Spencer's on the phone with Emily, kind of filling her in on what's going on. They see uh, Garrett leaving a note and putting it in the flowers. And uh, Spencer's like, well, that's impossible for mom to appreciate since she's in a coma. Uh, so they, so Garrett gets pulled away. They hang up. Uh, you know, Spencer hangs up the phone. Wilden, creepy detective, runs into Spencer and says, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, I'm getting some test results and looking at Garrett. And Wilden does call her on this, and I agree, Spencer. One of her less good lying moments. He says, you used to be a better liar. And I was like, why is Wilden so involved and i do recall he has a connection to jenna from that flashback episode from season two and i know him and garrett aren't on the same side so i I don't know he is a big question mark to me but i do theorize if there aren't ooh, that's a good theory chris i suspect if there is a a allison group he might be on her side for reasons anyway Cut to the, uh, back to the party. We cut to the party quite a bit, so I'll just be saying cut to the party. Uh, Paige arrives to the party. Some, uh, hey, nice tie, Emily. And Emily's like, ha-ha. Uh, and then Nate shows up. And Nate, Nate looks pretty good. I like uh, Nate's uh, outfit. And then you can see Paige is already jealous. Like, <sighs> Emily has not even said anything about Nate. And you can tell Paige is already, like, scowling at him. Oh, boy. So I put in my notes, love triangle, but I don't know. Come back to Hannah at the church. She's sorting clothes, and she finds a leather coat. And I'll, t- I'll admit, the show got me on this one. She sees this coat. She stuffs it in her bag, and Ted uh, catches her, and he says, um, uh, are you going to take that, or are you going to pay for it? And so Hannah pays for it. So I thought, oh, we're, we're saying Hannah is resurrecting her thieving habit, right, as a result of her sadness about Caleb. No, she calls Emily and says, I found your jacket from that night. I thought you burned all your clothes. Okay, that's weird. Come back to the party. Emily and Nate are chatting, and Nate says he's intrigued by Jenna. I went, oh, shit. Emily does say she tries to warn him about Jenna. He kind of goes, what? And she's like, eh, never mind. I got to go back to work. Now we see Paige spiking her drink with Emily's flask from episode one. Ari and Ezra show up holding hands. Note that, folks, holding hands. So they are publicly dating, I guess. Uh, Jenna walks up, acting very strange. She does make a point to say she wants to record the event. Uh, wink, wink, photos taken. So they have to know this, obviously, showing up. So Jenna thinks she's going to get something I don't know, out of this. Ezra, <laughs> so Ezra's like, you can already tell. Ezra's like, I don't want to be here. And Ezra's like, hey, I'm going to run over to Laurel. Hang on. She runs away. I guess Laurel was her teacher over the summer when she took that summer class. I think Laurel in this episode, I, I appreciate the uh, the performance. Laurel does feel like she stepped off the set of Gilmore Girls. She would fit right in at Stars Hollow. She just feels a little... There's there's a vibe to her that doesn't fit quite to me, the vibe of the show. I like Laurel. I just, you know... She, her and Laurel, I could have a great conversation is what I'm saying. Anyway, Laurel does say, oh, is that your high school boyfriend? And Ari's like, oh, he's not in high school. And Ari not too subtly says, hey, I heard you lost your assistant. I'd be interested in the job. And uh, Laurel's like, yeah, ask me about it on Monday. And um, she's like, oh, the person, my old assistant's bag is at my shop. So Arya's um, conspiratory brain starts to go. Paige finds Emily and, of course, asks about Nate, getting all jealous again for no reason. This is in the kitchen, by the way. 
And Emily is already like, oh, Paige again. Why do I keep letting this person back in my life? I don't know if she really thought that. I hope that she did. Arya runs in, and awkward moment, and Paige is like, fine, this is a no-friend zone. I guess I'm gonna leave. So she storms out. Emily rolls her eyes. I roll my eyes. Why are we allowing Paige in our lives? That is not discussed. However, Arya says, I have an idea. She pours iced tea all over Laurel's equipment. And she goes, wink, to Emily. And Emily's like, what? Spencer's at home. Toby enters. Toby sneaks in, I guess. Um, some smooching. And apparently, this is a little, again, kind of quickly said, but kind of a big detail. Toby apparently lives above the brew, which is the coffee shop slash liar coffee shop slash where the party is happening. It's pretty significant that very quickly thrown in there. Toby's not going to the party, so he and Spencer are going to smooch in her room, I guess. Uh, and then Spencer's like, hey, by the way, between smooches, how did Jenna fool your parents? Toby has this long excuse about how she, how she told her parents this long, convoluted story about how she slowly was able to see. And then Spencer says, the curse of death on this show, how does the most dishonest person in Rosewood be related to the most honest person I've ever met, which he means Toby. And I was like, oh, no. Did they just foretell a Toby betrayal? My goodness. Go back to the party. A page is drinking more. Arya has ditched Ezra. <laughs> Ezra is so mad. Ezra's like, I, hey, I want to get dinner. Arya's like, hey, can we stay for cake? And Arya, Ezra's like, no. And Arya's like, yes, please. She runs away. Uh, more Jenna, Nate flirting. Ugh. Uh, and then Paige is drunkenly eating cupcakes. So we have a Jenna confrontation. Jenna walks up to Paige and goes, WTF? And Paige starts acting out. Emily tries to break it up. Uh, Paige is dancing, and then she falls down, hits her head. Nate runs over to help, and Nate and Emily bring Paige to the hospital. Cuts to the hospital. Uh, they're waiting for uh, Paige to come out. Hannah walks in and says she had a quick break from the rummage sale. Emily says, hey, Nate, get his coffee. So Nate walks away. Hannah shows the coat to Emily, and sure enough, it is her coat. And so they, they're kind of like, wait a minute. Emily had the coat on during the party, but she did not have the coat on when they found her at the cemetery. So somewhere between that and that coat was went missing, made its way to this bag, which made its way to this rummage sale, which made its way to Hannah. A lot of coincidences have to happen here or someone extremely sophisticated or someone on the inside at the uh, clothing drive. So I made a joke that Ted is a, uh, Ted is officially part of the A network. So once again, they make the point that this can't just be Jenna. This this whole, all, everything, right? Uh, yes, I agree. Ashley texts Hannah and says, hey, get back to the church. So Hannah's like, I gotta go. So she runs away and they uh, see Wilden at the hospital. And Emily is like, oh shit, cut back to the party. Arya is ditching Ezra, running around the party. Ezra is so pissed. Um, she runs into the kitchen looking for Emily and Jean Raphael is like, she's not here. And uh, she brought her friend to the hospital. Uh, and Ezra comes in to the kitchen and is like, what is going on? More money issues come up. He says he's hungry, but it's all about expensive dinners. It's a whole thing about money, I guess, with the two of them. You know, yeah. So there, that. Uh, I guess he got a job as an editor somewhere. We don't know exactly where, but he got a job. So that's going to be the celebration. Laurel from Gilmore Girls walks in and says, Oh, crap, someone spilled iced tea all over my stuff. Arya offers to run to the lab to get her more stuff. Ezra's like, what? And Laurel says, great, uh, you're also hired. Get my stuff. Cut to Arya walking to the studio alone at night. 
goes into the uh, shop. I said to myself, is she actually going to get the cards, the memory cards that Laurel needs? We never find out. Uh, but she does find Lucas's bag. We find Lucas's last name. Lucas Gottesman. G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N. Gottesman. Gottesman? Gottesman. Anyway, Lucas G. She digs in the bag. Uh, we see a shadow cross. I don't know if that's inside or outside, but we see a shadow. She finds some film rolls. She grabs them. She runs out. We don't know if she actually gets the equipment that Laurel needs. Lucas pops right in front of her as she's outside. He's like, I need to get inside. And to Arya's credit, she doesn't back down. He offers her many ways to do it so that she doesn't get in trouble, which is interesting, mind you. He doesn't threaten her. He's actually asking her for her help in a weird way. Anyway, she doesn't, she doesn't back down. Ezra pulls up in his car as if he's going to hit them. It's very aggressive driving. He hops out and goes, what's going on here? Lucas literally runs away, and that's it. Got back to the hospital, uh, Nate and Emily, and Nate's like, hey, is Paige your girlfriend, or are you just friends? And then Emily's like, we used to date. It was between my, uh, between my relationships. Nate's like, cool, 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 cool. Spencer shows up, and they're having a chat, and, and uh, Spencer and Emily like break away, which is unfortunate timing because Garrett returns for some reason, and Nate kind of loses it. He goes to confront him i thought it was going to be a bigger fallout but like the police are in there blah, blah. spencer takes this opportunity to run to the elevator to go see garrett's mother i guess oh now i get it garrett garrett was leaving uh his mother's room i didn't get that the first time i watched it now i do anyway Paige comes out from the er uh, you know from the back <laughs> nate is i'm very grateful nate wasn't in more trouble he's just kind of standing there and Paige is like hey they thought i, I they said i didn't drink too much they said the alcohol was spiked with something called melizapan, and she gives Emily back her flask, and Emily's like, oh, shit. So I quickly went back and watched season three, episode one, to see the journey of the flask. So here's just to remind, remind us all. Emily has the flask at the party. Spencer does take the flask, and I don't know if she actually gives Emily the flask back at any point, but no one else does drink from it. Emily is indeed wearing this coat, and she is not wearing the coat at the gravesite later on. So I have a lot of questions right now. Where did this flask come from? Who put the booze in there? Why is this coat significant, right? Why was the door open when Hannah and Ari wake up to find Emily gone? Spencer comes running downstairs and says Emily's not here either. Very strange, this whole sequence. Also worth noting, there is a car door slam early in that first, very first scene of season three, which could be Jenna showing up in her old-timey car or somebody else. Probably the person, probably Jenna, but we don't know for sure. But we do hear that car door slam if we're trying to restructure what happened that evening. Cut back to our episode. Spencer sneaks into Garrett's mother's room. She finds the card in the flowers and says, Mom, you never gave up on me. I won't give up on you. Signed by Garrett. She then spots a secondary little note under Mom's, uh, like, IV thing under her bracelet. Uh, Spencer reads it. April Rose has the proof. Who the fuck is April Rose? cut back to Ezra and Arya. Uh, Arya's talking to Emily on the phone. I guess they're back at Ezra's place. Ezra is very pissed. They've been pissy all episode. Uh, Arya starts looking at the negative. Emily is looking up melisopam. It's a sedative. It has some side effects, including memory loss, folks. Memory loss. And sure enough, Arya doesn't find anything interesting on the film, but one of the canisters indeed has three melazepam pills. So instantly, of course, Emily and Arya look to Lucas as suspect number one. 
Post-credit scene, uh, we see someone in gloves rifling through a bag. It might be Maya's bag. I don't recognize it, but there was like a design on the one, one side. I think it's Maya's. Very quickly, we do indeed find it. It is Maya's. We find that same Emily photo we saw from Nate in a digital form, printed out with a sharp crease on it. And they find a, a bag of pills. I'm sorry, a container of pills, which do note they are capsules, not melazepam pills. Um, so I guess... And then they have black gloves. So that scene, I was like, why are we seeing this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the point of that was. I thought, I thought, oh, if these were the melazepam pills, maybe that's a connection. But they're not. So I don't know. So what do we think, folks? Well, nothing in this show is ever easy, right? So you know, Lucas is heavily involved. I'm still maintaining Lucas doesn't want to be involved in this, and I think he truly does dislike Allison to his core, but that he doesn't really blame the other four, four stuff. Now, he might be unhappy with them. And I actually do think he still has a crush on Hannah. But I do not think he, he is like Jenna, who Jenna blames the four for all her woes. Granted, as has been discussed on this show multiple times, they should have stopped Allison as her friends. But the Jenna response far outweighs that. I think Lucas is further down that spectrum. I think he views Allison's time in his world as overall terrible. I don't think he blames the four of them for that as much. So who is the one going through the bag? No clue. And we know there's a team. I'm going to make a prediction because this episode was kind of weird in terms of moving anything forward. So I'm just going to make a prediction. I, I know I said last time Mona might be the one that blows the lid off the things. I think Lucas, since he's such the focus right now, he was going to do it on the boat last season. I think finally, when pushed, he will confess to a shit. I think he's going to be the one that finally reveals the interworkings of this. Because he has no way out at this point. They now know he has these pills. He had photography equipment. Like, he is on the hook here. Pretty bad. I think his only way out is just to be honest. For the first time in his damn life. <laughs> I have been Chris. You can find me on Instagram. Twitter at McGoogs. Patreon is active. And um, twitching at Mac to the gal. Uh, yeah, I've said way too much. Tired of lame coffee? Breakfast, not to your liking. Need a place to read? Hang out. Connect with fellow Rosewood residents. Come on down to the newly opened The Brew. We have the wide selection of coffees, teas, other refreshing drinks, breakfast items, such as croissants, biscuits, other very simple breakfast items, and also a chill atmosphere to do what you do in Rosewood. Connect. So come on down to The Brew, located in the town square. You can't miss it. Look for the guy on the second floor, waving at people, warning them about Jenna. See you then.